Over the years, I've shared dozens of stories, but I've never shared mine until today. Hey, thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I'm kind of interviewing myself, which seems a little odd to say, but I have gotten so many questions from podcast listeners that just say, what is it about Ireland that you love so much? How did you start this? What, you know, what is it that kickstarted what you do? And instead of explaining it multiple times, um, I thought it might just be kind of fun to revisit how it all began and share a little bit about me that maybe you don't know. So if you don't care about me, I am not offended at all. Go ahead and just skip this podcast and move on to the next because I promise it is great. So before I start, I just want to remind you that it is never too early to begin your own Ireland vacation planning and I have the resources to help you every step of the way. The Planning Your Ireland Vacation series uh, here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast begins in episode 125, and it guides you step-by-step to create your own amazing Ireland vacation. If you want to see the series in order and just kind of pick the topics, you can visit irelandfamilyvacations.com slash planning. All right, so how did I start all of this. <laughs> uh, my first trip to Ireland was in November of 2002. So uh, going on 22 years ago, which seems like a crazy, crazy long time, right? Um, I had been wanting to visit Ireland for years and had been saving, saving my pennies like, you know, like we all do. And finally I was ready to go. And it was initially planned. I was supposed to go with girlfriends and one by one, they had to drop out before we, uh, before the tickets were purchased. And so I ended up going solo. I was not going to let my dream of going to Ireland, um, go away just because I didn't have anybody to go with. So 2002, I had a film camera, digital cameras, Um, gosh, I don't even know if they were a thing yet, or if they were, they were just so, so bad. (laughs) Um, mobile phones didn't have screens or touch screens. Um, you know, all you did was, was dial and, uh, maybe, maybe text. I can't even remember. I don't think texting was really a thing then either. Um, so I went to Ireland solo, landed in Shannon and I had a book of B&Bs, and a rental car, and a map. I had an idea of where I wanted to go, but, you know, back in the day, you really didn't have to plan everything out. Um, It was November. It was off-season. It was, you know, before travel, international travel was really as busy, before Ireland had... um, you know, before Ireland had their big boom. I mean, it was before the motorways were in. (laughs) Um, Gosh, it was just so different than it is now. 
but I landed in Shannon. They gave me the car. I was too stupid to realize that I should be maybe a little concerned about driving on the wrong side of the road. Um, and I drove straight into Limerick to find some place to exchange money, believe it or not. Um, and then I was staying outside of Limerick that night in a hotel. The I had booked a vacation package. Um, I thought it was just, you know, because again, early days, right? I Not everybody had a website <laughs> to, to book things on. So um, I was in a hotel the first night with the vacation package. And then the next day I set out for Point South. So I, uh, I really stayed in that Southwest area between uh, County Clare and County Cary, a little bit of County Limerick in there. And um, yeah, I just set out. I, I had uh, chosen my B&B for the first night. I had called them from the hotel and set it up. And I have to tell you, I fell in love with B&Bs on that trip because Every host was so kind to me. Um, they went out of their way to make sure that that I was taken care of. They would call ahead. They would look at my book of B&Bs, say, where do you want to go? Or they would say, I think you would, should go here. And they would call the B&B owner and say, hey, I've got this lady here and she's heading your way. And do you have room for her to stay tonight? And they would book my next accommodation. So I literally used my my B&B hosts as my guides and I would chat with them over breakfast and say what should I see today where should I go and gosh it was just it was so memorable in that way and it really made me fall in love with the Irish people um you know the the Cade Mille Falcha the hundred thousand welcomes the friendliness of the people it's not a tourist slogan it it's just, it is just true. And I absolutely fell in love with it. My very last B&B on my last day, I had, um, I'm not sure if I, I think I had gone to Dingle first and then Killarney. And I had come up from Killarney. I was at the Cliffs of Moher and it was a wicked cold rainy day. And I got to my B&B, which was near Bunratty. And I don't think it's, I, I really don't think it's even um, running anymore as a B&B. But I walked in and my hostess, she just looked at me and she's like, you poor dote, you're freezing. And she, she ran a bath for me. She brought me tea and cookies. Oh my gosh. It was, it almost brings tears, tears to me just to remember that. It was just so amazing. And she said, what do you have planned for tonight? And I said, I don't know. I really, you know, I was, I leave tomorrow and, and it's, uh, you know, I'm sure I need to pack and, and do a few things. And she said, no, 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 no. You're going to go to the medieval banquet at Bunratty. I will ring them up. I will make sure there's a seat and you can pay for it when you get there. And so I did. <laughs> um, but gosh, that was just it was just a magical trip. And there, I mean, I don't even know if you could recreate that trip anymore. Um, but I remember getting on the plane in Shannon when I left and I cried. I cried because I was leaving. I loved it so, so much. So after that trip, um, I had just started dating a guy right before I left, like literally a month before 
I went to Ireland. I had started dating, um, dating a guy that I had met a couple of months before. Uh, it was a long distance relationship. And uh, so when I first decided to go to Ireland, I was like, I'm going to meet an Irish guy. I'm going to fall in love and I'm never going to leave. And uh, I didn't. I, I met uh, a guy in Iowa and fell in love. And um, after being nomadic for a while, we, we settled back in the Midwest. But so our set, my second trip was two years later because I got married a year later and then um, got pregnant pretty quickly. And so we went when my daughter, after my daughter was born, my eldest daughter, and she was one year old. And at the time, family travel, especially family travel overseas was not the thing that it is now. And so, I mean, I remember packing things. We actually shipped a box of stuff over so that, um, so that we wouldn't have to worry because I was contacting B and B's and, and there weren't cots and there weren't, um, booster seats and high chairs and things like that. You just didn't find them as readily. So all of that stuff we shipped over and, um, rented a car and we just kind of made our way, uh, through the country. We went into Shannon and out of Dublin, if I'm remembering correctly on that trip. And, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. I, you know, my, my daughter was quite young and we were, we were just kind of taking it slow, which was a lot of fun. It was very different from my first trip where things were so fast. I wanted to see it all. I wanted to do it all. And on this trip, because we had a small child, things were a lot slower. It was uh, less distance to travel, more nights in one place to really, you know, let her settle and things like that. And um, it made a difference. It also made me realize that I don't like Dublin with small children. I, I like Dublin. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, and we visited the zoo and Phoenix park with her, which was absolutely perfect. But the city itself with small kids, um, I didn't enjoy that much because you, you always have the small child, right? So you're in the museum and, and the kid gets cranky or things like that. It's just, I, I found that um, the wide open spaces with a child were better. And at that time, um, I was working as a freelance travel writer. So I decided that I was going to start sharing those kinds of experiences, you know, how to travel with a small child. And that's kind of how everything was born, right? I, I kind of switched from general travel to family travel, and that is where everything started. Uh, didn't really, obviously hadn't launched the site yet. This was 2005, I believe. And then two years later, uh, took the third trip to Ireland, and this was a multi-generational trip. So my mother went along and my youngest daughter had been born. So I had a, what, two and a half-ish year old and a not quite year old. And uh, we did, did Ireland again, in and out of Dublin on this trip. Again, another slow trip, but this was uh, early spring. And, you know, just 
we we did a lot of the the ancient what's now called the ancient east so wicklow um tipperary uh kilkenny uh and then up into county offley uh and and just really enjoyed the slow travel in the the quiet rural areas so that would have been 2008 um right before so this was right kind of as the celtic tiger was peaking so ireland was uh having an influx of cash there were more motorways and things being built um and right before that that um economic crash in 2008 so that was the third trip <laughs> uh but it, it just it really at that point i knew i loved ireland uh we had had so many different kinds of experiences so much for me to share and as uh, travel writing was changing. It was probably two years after that. There was really a shift in travel writing as online uh, websites and blogs and things like that really started to take off. The pool of writers was growing. There was no barrier to entry uh, to being an online travel writer. And as I looked at that, I realized that I could continue on as I was doing, which was you know, I am a general travel writer that focuses on family, or I could really go niche <laughs> and talk about what I absolutely loved, which was Ireland and with the subset of family travel in Ireland. And so that's what I did. My first website was called Ireland with Kids, which then morphed into Ireland Family Vacations and is kind of slowly um, slowly branding to Traveling in Ireland, which obviously is the name of the podcast, the name of my tours. So I guess that's kind of the story of how it all began. Um, I am often asked how many times I've been to Ireland. I, I can honestly say I don't keep count, uh, but I, I think the last time I added it up, I was closing in on 33 three, maybe ish. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't go many other places. Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, uh, since I started doing all the Ireland travel, that's really where my vacations focus on, especially since as my girls have gotten older, we, um, we have less time with them. And so my travel can be a little limited until they are completely out of school. Um, so I go to Ireland often. I'm usually there two or three times a year. And every time I am just as excited as the first time I went, because there's always something new for me to discover someplace new for me to go, or it's going to be an experience that is somehow different than one I've had before. So, uh, you know, I still travel to Ireland solo. I was there last fall with my daughter and my mother. Uh, this spring, I'm going to be there with just my eldest daughter. This fall, I'm going to actually take just my husband and uh, some friends and doing a tour uh, with friends who have never been. So there's always something new and exciting and for me to look forward to. So I'm obsessed. It's, it's what I am and I guess it's what I do. Um, so 
I don't know. If, if you've been curious about how I, how I started doing what I do and why I continue, that's it kind of in a nutshell. And uh, if you have any questions at all, I'm happy to answer them. Um, but I hope that gave you a little bit of insight into me and why I do what I do and how it all came about. I really appreciate that you were listening today. Thanks. <laughs>